Hello, you're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, and love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. That sounded so nice, but we've been discussing conflict <laughs> <laughs> and, and why not. All of us have it, some of us more constantly than others. Listen, we've been talking about understanding conflict, and the last time we were together, you had kind of brought up conflict styles, mm-hmm. and you had given us a graph and how actually that kind of reflects the image of God. So before you reset the table, could you pray for us? Mm-hmm love to. Lord, thank you so much that you provide us truth from your word on how to deal with each other in the best possible way. And you have provided us wisdom to see it operate in ways that these men have put together for this conflict styles model that they have done. Lord, I pray that we can learn from that. I pray that we can look at our relationships in a different light, recognizing that conflict is not always bad. In your precious name, amen. Amen. And right up front, just to help us find reference material, we talk about this a bit in Chapter 5 and Chapter 8 of the Great Relationships material, and everybody's used to me saying greatrelationships.com, gr-8relationships.com, but you actually have a seminar that addresses this on the business side of the house in Great Leaders, that website, greatleaders, gr-8leaders.com. Right. We have chapter or course eight in great leaders that deals with this we also have a separate workshop that we use outside of great leaders to provide this information also if you want to go take the test you can certainly contact us and we'll be glad to try to figure out a way to let you do that now is that the tki the thomas kilman conflict mode instrument is what it's called the conflict mode instrument (laughs) yep like i got the patience to get that out when i'm all needing to slow my emotions down. So listen, the last time we were talking, you gave me a graph, right? X and Y axis where you had assertive running down the top and cooperative down the bottom. You had told me that the assertive side represents the power side of God's image and the cooperative side was the relational part of God's image. Right. Now, can you fill in the blanks for me? Keep that in mind that if you have a standard chart, you have part of the chart that is horizontal and part of the chart that is vertical. And uh, the vertical part of the chart is the assertive side or the powerful side. And the bottom is the relational or cooperative side of this chart. And then you put the five styles into that chart in a way that each one of those styles represent either a full portion of the assertive and a full portion of the cooperative or a mix. So the way that you can consider this is if you start in the bottom left-hand corner again, you have the avoiding style. It's what we call lose-lose. That means no one is being cooperative and no one is being assertive. So nothing is happening with the avoiding style. If you move up that left-hand side, that powerful or assertive part of the graph, you go to the top left and you would be in the competing style. That's That's I win, you lose. That's exactly what it is. It's a win-lose style, as there are three of the win-lose styles, and competing is the win-lose style saying, I win, you lose. Moving down to the far right on the cooperative or relational scale, you would have accommodating, the accommodating style. The accommodating style is one is truly the same thing, a win-lose type of style, but in that one, 
I am basically giving everything up to you. So I'm accommodating you, saying you win, I lose. Then if you move to the middle of the graph, you would end up at the compromise style. The compromise style, again, is a win-lose, and it is a style that basically says, I'll take this much, you take that much. So you basically split it. Then move to the upper right, and you end up at the collaborating style. And as we said last time, too many times we have a tendency to think that's the style for every conflict. We need to collaborate, but it's not true, and we'll go through that. That is that is what's called the win-win style. And that particular style is a good combination of cooperative and assertive. Okay, I've drawn this out, as you're saying, and it looks like there's a fine line between compromise and collaborate. Not a fine line at all. There is a movement that you want to look at in this chart. So if you just put a dot or if you wanted to put a big square, you can do that for each one of these five styles. You'd have avoiding in the bottom left. You'd have compromise in the middle. You'd have collaborate in the upper right. You'd have competing in the upper left. And you'd have accommodate in the bottom right. Now, here's what I'd like you to consider. What we call pies of satisfaction help you think about this and differentiate between them. And as you move from upper left to bottom right, that is one way to see the pies. And then as you move from the bottom left to the upper right, that's another way to see these pies. Okay, so let me explain that again. Competing. If you had a pie and you were in a competing mode, I'm going for all of the pie, right? Right. So that's a way that you can look at that. If you move to the compromise area, what happens to that pie? We split it. We split it. That's exactly right. Then if you move all the way to the bottom right of the chart, you have the pie. And what happens to the pie then? I accommodate you or you accommodate me and you give all the pie to the other person. Then if you start at the bottom left, what happens? There is no pie because <laughs> nothing's being done, right? Right. There is no pie. If you move that line straight through the compromise, again, you go through for half of the pie for each of you, and then you move the line further out to collaborate. What do you think happens to the pie at collaborate? Any thoughts on that? Well, that's why I asked. I mean, it seems like a fine line, right? We're going to just split the pie. You get half. I get half. Actually, what happens in the collaborate is you double the size of the pie so both of you get what you want. Huh? Isn't that interesting? That's the way that you want to be thinking about this. So you have a pie that you split or take or you don't do anything at all with with four of the styles. But when you hit the collaborate style, you are in what's called a win-win. So I'm not giving up anything. You're not giving up anything. We figure out what we can both get out of this and meet our needs because we both win, so to speak. So that's the idea of collaborate. You double the size of the pie, and you get what you want, and I get what I want out of it. 
okay, I understand how a win-win solution in business works. Mm-hmm. And you do, in fact, double the size of the pie. But it's interesting how we put it in the relationship context, and I'm totally blindsided by it. Well, that's, I don't see that's, rising the tide, that's, all boats. That's right. That's the reason why collaborate is such a difficult style. And we'll talk about the pros and cons of each one of them as, as we uh, get into the next segment. But there are upsides and there's downsides for each one of these styles. It's very easy, like I said, to think collaborate is the only one that we're supposed to be doing. That's wrong. Well, the last time we had this conversation, you had made a statement that we need to know which one of these is appropriate at a given time. So you're actually saying there's a proficiency in all five of these that's required. I thought you were going to tell me, no, there's a healthy place and an unhealthy place to go. That is not right. That's ex- The idea is every bit of these, all five of these styles, in other words, all five of these styles are appropriate. And you said it very well. They're appropriate for a situation. And that's what we want to keep in our minds. Okay. Now, I had mentioned this before, and I need to do it again, just so it's out there. You're used to me saying greatrelationships.com, grnumeratelationships.com, and you can see this material where Herman was talking about in Chapter 5 or Chapter 8. But the lion's share of this, the heavy lifting part, can actually be found over at our sister website, greatleaders.com. That's grnumeratelaters.com. And we'll be back right after this. Great Thoughts for Great Relationships Knowing and practicing this definition of love is the key to all good relationships. Love is seeking the best for others, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Hello, this is Jim Lasher, founder of HOT, which stands for Honor Our Troops. Honor Our Troops began when I started sending care packages to my son who was serving in Afghanistan with the 501st Airborne. Chad told me about so many others that were not receiving anything in the mail by letter or care package from home. Since then, we have sent over 38,000 care packages to men and women serving in the armed forces around the globe. One story involves Sergeant David Perez, whose wife signed him up in one of our community outreach events. Here's David to tell you about it. Every time I received a care package from HOT, it was like Christmas for me and my soldiers. Receiving the package and the thank you and the support it represented boosted morale and opened a door to share the love of Christ. You can imagine the power of unconditional love. To learn more about sponsoring a corporate or community event, or if you would like to participate directly by sending a package, visit us online at www.hot-honorourtroops.com. I could make this really simple or really complicated, and I'm going to confuse some folks, and that's cool. Write us and let us know. You can just simply go to TrimTabSolutions.com and get all of the websites, <laughs> and that's TrimTab, you know, like on an aircraft, T-R-I-M-T-A-B, Solutions, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S, dot com, and you get all the websites, but... So here we are, great relationships. Herman, before the break, we were talking about the five conflict styles and where they're appropriate. Right. So let's start with...
with competing, since that's your favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, you would know what your favorite is if you were able to take the TKI. And I really advocate uh, people trying to take the TKI. So, again, if you have any interest, please uh, email us, and we can figure out a way to help you take this test or this uh, instrument. Herman, just a quick question before you dive in. This TKI, it's not very long to do and it's not very expensive so is it something i could benefit by having my work center take or my wife and i take certainly anybody that you are involved with on a regular basis would benefit from taking the the instrument because now you know which elements you tend to overuse and underuse and which ones you probably appropriately use. So any advice on how myself and certain umpires could be approached? <laughs> it will help. That's exactly right. It would help you do that type of thing. So let's start talking about uh, competing. What I want to do for you in talking about each one of these is talk about the basic idea of it the benefits and then the costs of it, okay? That, that's the way that I'm going to approach each one of these. See if I can get through this rather quickly because we don't have a lot of time to deal with each one of these. So uh, competing, basically, if you want to use a phrase for it, it's my way or the highway. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to talk about competing. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be sort of like uh, me saying something like, uh, sorry, Paul, but that's my decision, and I'm your supervisor, and that's where we're going to go. That's competing. That's basically saying this is the way it is. Now, the benefits of competing is you're definitely going to assert your position. You uh, definitely can establish a quick victory if you want to. Uh, you can certainly also be protecting yourself in this environment because competing really needs to be used in one very big area of our life, our values. You always want to compete for values. You do not want to use any of the other styles when it comes to your values. And in it, when it comes to the values of the Lord, you always want to compete for every one of those values. You do not want to accommodate. You do not want to compromise, avoid, or even collaborate. It is not something that you want to consider. So competing is the best mode to use whenever you're talking about values. So there are benefits of competing and there are costs of competing. Typically, competing will strain your work relationships because nobody ever gets to get their viewpoint across. It's always your way. It's always my way or the highway. That's the way it typically comes about. And when you're always competing, there's going to be what we'd classify as suboptimal decisions because you're not getting anybody else's viewpoint in mind. You're just pushing your own way. You're not willing to listen to anybody else. You're not willing to consider anybody else's ideas as being valid. So you're going to be dealing with people in a way that will be pushing down on their initiative and pushing down on their motivation. When you say, for example, living our good values, that's not something to compromise there. And, and you gave our, our faith, our religious standard. There is no compromise there, but along with that no compromise is also grace and forgiveness. That's right. It, it's, that would be the, the things that you would absolutely compete for. I would be competing. If you're asking me to take revenge, no, I'm going to compete for forgiveness. That's the way that I'd be talking about it from that viewpoint. So make certain that you stick with your values and compete for those. So that's the first 
of the uh, five styles to consider. There are benefits and there are costs. So let's move to the bottom right of the scale and go through accommodating. Talk about the exact opposite of competing. So accommodating would be a little phrase that you could use there would be, it would be my pleasure, meaning I'm willing to do whatever you feel is necessary to be done. This is a style that is unassertive and very cooperative. So you would use this type of a style when you're wanting to do a favor to help somebody, when you are in a place where you're deferring to another's expertise and when you've been persuaded. Now, this style is often considered in a negative fashion because we come from such a competing model, always pushing my way. Actually, this is a great style to use when you get into a conversation with somebody and you start recognizing that I really don't know this as well as they know it. Well, I'm going to defer to them. That's a great way to to use this style. Or they present some arguments that are just really much better than mine, and therefore I'm going to accommodate. I'm going to go their way. I have never thought of it in this light. It's a a great style from that viewpoint. In fact, uh, when we take some time to talk about mine, and I'll talk about my scores, I'll be glad to uh, share with you uh, how these styles show up in my life. It would be my pleasure. (laughs) So accommodating is not all bad. The benefits, you help people out, you restore harmony, you actually can build relationships, and you can choose a quick ending similar to competing. So those are some benefits. Now, the downsides of accommodating are sacrifice concerns, loss of respect, loss of motivation on your side because you're always giving in. So be careful about this. If you are in a situation where you're always giving in, you're setting yourself up to have the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. And you're always giving in, and you're always giving in, and you're always giving in, and you feel like you're not being heard at all, boom. You know, you can uh, end up blowing up at some point in time. It sounds more like I'm almost avoiding, which is another style. That would be the other style, is avoiding. And again, notice how uh, we would end up taking a situation to, uh, in the negative, actually avoiding has some real benefits. Avoiding avoiding would be the idea of uh, you seeing that there are some troublesome people. Well, I'm going to avoid that. I'm going to stay away from them. That's a that's a proper <laughs> use of uh, of uh, this style, right? Uh, or it's complex and dangerous, and you st- simply want to step back away from that. Or here's a great use of avoiding postponing the discussion because it's just not appropriate to talk about it right now. Is that my slogan? <laughs> <laughs> well, avoiding avoiding has a huge benefit from the viewpoint of. Keep this word in your mind. Here's the key word for avoiding. Time. Meaning, it's just not the time to talk about it, but there is a time. If you're using avoiding to constantly just kick the can down the road, that's an improper use of avoiding. That's a downside of avoiding. That is not a benefit. When you, though, recognize that 
you are very understanding about prioritization. You see things that are priorities and things that aren't priorities. That's a good use of avoiding to say, it's just not the time, but we will deal with that. So when you use avoiding too much, the real cost of it is people will look at you and resent the fact that you're not making decisions. Uh, They'll have a tendency to look at your working relationships and you're actually declining, helping those relationships decline because you're not making decisions or you're not doing things. So you're avoiding things, creating delays, degraded communication. So there's some real costs the the way that you'd be doing that. So let's try to get with the very last one. Everybody understands, not the last one, the fourth one. The the next one is compromise. When you deal with compromise, everybody understands the concept of compromise. Uh, I bought lunch this time. You can buy it next time, right? That's a compromise. That just doesn't seem difficult. Yeah, let's make a deal. Uh, The downside of compromise is you don't have great solutions, you have suboptimal solutions, uh, and you deal with things superficially. So that's some real downsides. And I don't get what I really want, and you don't get what you want, but we made a quick decision. There's the big benefit of compromise. You can make a quick decision. Okay, and I want to ask you about the last one, which is collaborate, which is growing the size of the pie, mm-hmm. or the size of the pie. Yeah. And I guess we'll do that right after this. Again, the website, greatrelationships.com, grnumerlatedrelationships.com. Great quotes for great relationships. That woman was taken from man no more implies the inferiority of woman to man than the taking of man from the ground implies the inferiority of man to the ground. Nor does the term helper connote subordination. Dr. Eugene Merrill. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Relationships can be great, and not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment. Each of Great Relationships' 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you can squeeze into a coffee break. So if you've had time to listen to this promotion, you have the time to sign up and start today. Visit our website at greatrelationships.com. That's G-R-numeral-8-relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. You're listening to Great Relationships, Pursuing the Best in Work, Life, Love, and today, Conflict. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, we were talking about the strategies, and it was helpful in the last block because for competing, you said it was my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. Accommodate, it would be my pleasure. Mm Mm-hmm. I need something to help me avoid. <laughs> okay, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't give you the little statement. Uh, the statement for avoiding is, "I'll think about it tomorrow," 
And remember, time is the essential item that you need to be considering with avoiding. There is a time you'll deal with it, but it's not right now. Avoiding has some benefits, but, but you really need to consider how to prioritize things and recognize what are priorities as to what to deal with now and what not to deal with now. That's how you consider avoiding in the right right frame. Then let me meet you halfway because I don't have one for compromising. You. Okay. <laughs> and compromise, the uh, statement for compromise is let's make a deal, right? That's, that's the whole idea behind compromise. It's pragmatic, it's uh, fast, it typically is fair because that's what both of you decide to do. And uh, it can even maintain relationships. We're, we're at a stalemate here. Let's just compromise. Okay, I want to know about your scores. <laughs> yeah, okay. Collaborate is the last style. And the little statement that you can use with that one is two heads are better than one. It is both assertive and cooperative. It'd be sort of like a statement like this. Uh, you need us to fund Project X, but I need to see Project Y funded. How can we do both? See, you're both trying to get what you need out of this, and that's what collaborating is all about. And so we can always see the benefits of collaborating. That is what we typically talk about is the benefits of collaborating higher quality decisions, learning and communication, resolution and commitment, uh, strengthening relationships, all very good things. But here's the downside. It takes a lot of time to do a collaboration. It takes a lot of energy to do a collaboration. And one of the things that is very true about collaboration is it makes you very vulnerable. If you are deciding that you as an individual are going to go and collaborate and the other party says, yeah, let's do that, and they may be faking it, you make yourself vulnerable because what you're doing there is laying out some of the really basic ways that you're thinking about life and you actually may be laying out some very important things about your life and they could take advantage of you from that viewpoint. So that's a real downside of collaboration. You need to be very certain that both of you are willing to collaborate. You're not going to use what they say against them and they're not going to use what you say about your you know, secrets, so to speak, against you. Both of you need to be vulnerable so that you can find what actually works. So collaboration, while a very good style, has some downsides. It takes a long time to do it, generally. It takes a lot of energy to do it, and you can be taken advantage of if you don't watch out. So that's very important for collaboration. So you have these five styles. You have avoiding, you have competing, you have compromising, you have accommodating, and you have collaborating. And the idea is to become proficient in all of them. But what happens if you take the test, you will find which ones you tend to overuse, underuse, and appropriately use. This is going to sound silly, but I would almost think this would be essential as part of a premarital counseling. It typically helps. It typically helps. And it helps from this viewpoint also, in spite of the fact that your scores are as they are. It's developmental. You can always change these scores by focusing your attention on them. So let me share with you what my scores were. You know, my scores are competing was at the 93 percentile. 
and that means measured against other people in this database, I did competing 93% more than all the rest of the people, or I was on the competing side too much of the time, so I overused the, that particular style. The next style that I used, it did fall into the medium range. The way that you want to think about this, if you saw the test, 75% and more is overuse, 25% or less is underuse, 25 to 75 is median or appropriately used. Competing, I was at the 93 percentile range. Accommodating was my next highest at 62% collaborating was at 58%, and then compromise and avoiding are considered dirty words to me because only 15% of the time I might consider using compromise, and only 12% of the time would I consider avoiding it. You can see how that works. I will tend to compete, and then if I saw that you actually knew more about it, I'd just accommodate and then there'd be other times that i just collaborate. That's how it typically work, and I will not compromise because I always associate with that compromising my value, so compromise became a dirty word and certainly not going to avoid it. Big aha for me was all five of these styles are appropriate, and it's time to start becoming appropriately using each one of them. That's what I need to be doing for all of them. Well mastered in all the skills. There you go. Um, So my question would be this. Looking at these, aside from going to the website and taking the TKI, what's my takeaway? Your takeaway would be recognizing that more than likely the way you're dealing with conflict is probably only one of the five options, and you may be overusing it. Thank you, Herman. Until next time, great relationships. GRNUMERATELATIONSHIPS.com your day going, Barbara? I can't even begin to tell you how terrific my life is right now. What a coincidence. My life is just overflowing with blessings too. Why, just yesterday, I found a hundred dollar bill on the ground. That's great. I saved a cat that was stuck in a tree and the owner was so thankful that she gave me a gift card to my favorite restaurant, Luigi's. Wow, I was in Luigi's just the other day and saved a man that was choking with the Heimlich Maneuver. He was so overjoyed that he gave me tickets to that new play that's been sold out for weeks. That's amazing. I've been wanting to see that play myself. Really? I asked my husband and he didn't want to go. Will you go with me? That would be great. Have you ever had days like this? (laughs) Neither have we. That's why we recommend great relationships. Join Herman as he offers you the opportunity to pursue the best for others. Kindly, patiently, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.